Welcome to the Love Positivism Podcast. I'm Shireen Oberg and I'm a yoga teacher and author devoted to the path of healing and heart-based living. And I want to help you to step into what you truly are and to your highest potential. On this podcast, I share with you tools and insights to help you move ever forward on your spiritual and healing path. With guests from all over the world, from different wisdom traditions, I wish to create a web of loving energy that permeates the whole world to create more love and peace. You can connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube for more guidance and love. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to this week's podcast. I'm so happy to be here with everyone and with Diana. Today, we're going to talk about the upcoming full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio that is in a week from now. And uh, we're really excited to share some information with you and also that we're actually going to have a ceremony and ritual on May 15th. It's a Sunday. It's going to be 10 a.m. Western time in the U.S. In uh, U.K., it's 6 p.m in the evening and for the central european time it would be 7 p.m and in our other circles that we always have been created together and which is so beautiful we gather it's been mostly women from all over the world and we go through the astrology we talk about the goddesses that are connected to it so the uh, online ceremony is always uh ritualistic but also informative and you have your own inner journey with us through meditation and through practices that we share so if you want to join us for this very beautiful full moon lunar eclipse ceremony and ritual on may 15th you can sign up now the link is in the show notes and we have an early bird discount until this wednesday may 11th And I'm really excited. I'm hosting this together with Diana. She's an evolutionary astrologer and spiritual coach. And she has so much knowledge and wisdom about uh, astrology and also the goddesses and the mythology behind them and the asteroids. So I'm really happy to have you here today, Diana. And we're actually going to talk about this upcoming eclipse. We're really in the midst of eclipse season. I think we all can feel it on different levels. And yeah, thank you so much for joining me again. Great. Thank you so much for having me on, Sharon. It's been so fun, but also like nourishing and supportive to talk about these eclipses with you because, um, you know, as astrologers, we have some awareness of kind of what's happening on a, a cosmic scale. Um, but as humans, we're feeling it personally as well. <laughs> and so um, so it's nice to be able to connect with you again and, yeah, kind of explore these energies and, and kind of talk through what's happening here. Yeah. And we did talk about the new moon uh, solar eclipse that happened about a week ago. We're in the middle now of these two eclipses. And it's, it's a really beautiful balance that's going to happen. So maybe we can talk about why this is such an important time and, that, and why we're actually having the online gathering as well, because we are really trying to create something great from this energy and to harness this energy right now. But maybe you can 
talk about the astrology a little bit and share with us what's happening. Definitely. Um, so as Sharon mentioned, we had um, a solar eclipse recently in Taurus, and that one was aligned with the North Node in astrology. The North Node is a point that we're kind of evolving or growing toward. It tends to bring new opportunities, new energy into our lives, um, but also really asks us to um, kind of strip away or release anything that's limiting or blocking our evolution. And so with the solar eclipse, there was this feeling of um, you know, new beginnings, new breakthroughs, um, new things coming as old things fall away. But there's there's very much this energy of newness because it's a new moon and, and that's when solar eclipses happen. Um, whereas full moons tend to be times of you know, fruition, things coming to fruition that we've been building toward for a while, a time of manifestation, but also a time where um, as we reach kind of the fullness or the ripeness of something, um, it's also a time to start winding down, to start releasing, letting go of stuff. Um, and so while solar eclipses, again, are this time of new beginnings and destined opportunities, things like that, um, full moon lunar eclipses like the one we have coming up tend to bring kind of faded endings, breakdowns, sometimes breakthroughs. Um, and so the energy can sometimes feel a little heavier under the lunar eclipses. Um, and, you know, with this eclipse happening in Scorpio, um, we're also working with south node energy in um, evolutionary astrology. The south node is kind of a point of release, something we're letting go of, something we've been carrying with us over the course of many lifetimes, collectively, um, personally, and so on. And so this eclipse, again, this upcoming eclipse is aligned with a point of release, a point of karmic patterns, karmic conditioning, stuff that we're, we're trying to kind of reckon with and heal and release right now. And so with this total lunar eclipse happening in Scorpio, a lot of what we're working on releasing is distrust, is fear-based thinking, fear-based patterns. Um, there's often some, some control issues that we can encounter when we um, are working with kind of the shadow side of Scorpio energy as well as, well as power struggles and, and power issues. Um, this can look like us wanting to hold power over others or, you know, deep um, kind of patterns of disempowerment, of giving our power away, of being afraid of our power, of not knowing how to hold or wield our own power. And so um, in general, these are some of the, the themes that tend to come up. Um, Scorpio is a highly relational sign as well. And so we can find ourselves overly merging or overly enmeshed with others. We can find ourselves in the emotional chaos and crises of others as well. Um, when Scorpio energy kind of ends up um, being unchecked. Um, this can also be an energy where we find ourselves deriving our worthiness and our value from others, from maybe other people's 
values and standards rather than really coming back to ourself. That would be kind of the Taurus North Node energy um, and, and kind of deciding on our, our own value, knowing our own worth, reclaiming our worth. And so again, because this eclipse is going to bring up um, a lot of energies of release, it may be more about looking to the past, having old patterns, old um, you know, conditioning kind of come back and um, and rear its its ugly quote unquote head um, in order for us to heal those things, to resolve those things. And I sense that many of us are going to feel this Scorpio lunar eclipse um, in our relationships. So um, just kind of noticing, um, you know, which relational issues are arising right now. Um, you know, are there issues of, of power or disempowerment in relationships of fear of abandonment, um, like abandonment complexes coming up, of distrust, of jealousy, um, envy, pain, you know, sorrow, grief. There's so much that, that can come up with this Scorpio archetype in relationships. So it's just kind of noticing, um, you know, in this week and the coming weeks, what's rising up there because, excuse me, it's ready. Um, it's ready to be addressed. The patterns are ready to be broken so that we can move forward from a place of, of you know, truer and more authentic relationships. Again, ones that kind of live outside of maybe societal definitions, um, you know, societal expectations. What do true, real, raw, powerful, empowering relationships look like for us as individuals, um, and also a really powerful time of, you know, forgiveness, of healing, of releasing, of self-forgiveness, and healing that relationship to ourselves, and so on. Um, I'll get more into the specifics of the astrology, um, but that's kind of the, the high-level energy. Um, what are your thoughts on the the upcoming eclipse Sharon. that's very beautiful thank you for sharing that and yeah i i really yeah everything that you've mentioned i i can see it all around now and also that it's a time of really balancing also because the sun and moon will be apart so mm -hmm. like just as any full moon like this balancing is happening and like you said it's in that way, it's also the way we relate to ourselves and to others. And it's really, it's really, I don't know, from, from, from the perspective of this axis, I feel like almost the Scorpio-Taurus axis is very special in that way, that it's so, they're so different in many ways. And it's the manifest and the unmanifest. And it's about the tangible and untangible mm -hmm. and I'm really curious how this is going to manifest like on a collective level because it's mm -hmm. so much that is I mean everything that's hidden everything that's in the subconscious in the collective subconscious um, a lot of things that we carry as a collective but also as individuals like what what the there is really a time now to heal I see Scorpio as a very 
like deep intuitive, but also like occult and mystic part of the zodiac. So it's really when we have this emphasis, of course, it's going to be like it's it's not going to be superficial. It's going to be going very deeply and it's a transformational process. So this eclipse, I feel like for all of us to work consciously with it, to create something good from from uh, like something that helps us to grow because it's maybe going to push us to do that. And maybe it's not just next week. It's like for the upcoming six months after that, a lot of things happen, but we can be very mm -hmm. conscious of like the days around the eclipse that we work with the energy because it is, as I always say, like some type of portal opens up for us to become aware and eclipses have always traditionally been something when you see something like that happen if the sun is eclipsed or the moon is eclipsed of course like traditionally it's also seen as a very auspicious time it's like we can see it with our eyes so it's there for a reason like we're consciously seeing it yeah that's so beautiful um and i i love yeah i love everything you brought up but especially kind of this visual of, of the sun and the moon um, during a full moon and especially during a lunar eclipse. Um, for those who are able to go out and, and look at it, if it's gonna be dark enough for you, um, or even just, you know, if it's not cloudy and overcast, um, in the California or in California on the west coast of the United States Pacific time it'll be at about 9 14 p.m on the 15th um you know on the east coast of the United States it'll be right around midnight in the middle of the night um you know where Sheeran is it'll be in the morning um but if you're able to get outside and, and look at it they call it the blood moon um during a total lunar eclipse because it turns the moon kind of this reddish orange color and so um sometimes just being able to get out and and really connect with the visual of um an eclipse can can really support us in the processes of, of healing, of transformation. Um, again, um, like Sharon mentioned, there's kind of this intangible and unseen quality that we're feeling into. And then there's the tangible, like being able to actually go out and see what's happening, that Taurus quality um, that, that can help us, again, um, through our senses, deepen our, our connection to what's happening, to the, the magic, the unseen, the power of this eclipse um but but also um you know this full moon will be aligned with the south node but like sharon mentioned this is an axis um and so the sun will be aligned with the north node and since the moon um derives its its light from the sun um this is really about our, our north node growth. This is about our evolutionary growth um, and it's shining its light on the shadow work that we need to do essentially. Um, and in order to really come into the, the beauty and the power of that Scorpio energy, we need to, to heal the shadows that kind of bring us down, that keep us trapped in an old level of consciousness, especially when it comes to fear. Um, fear is, is such a powerful force and it can really 
you know, drive our, our personal and collective decisions in, um, you know, a certain direction that creates a world based off of fear, just kind of founded in fear. Um, it can, you know, become our, our life narrative is fear-based narratives, avoiding things we're afraid of versus moving towards things that bring us joy and love. Um, and so, you know, the North Node in Taurus is ruled by Venus right now. This is an energy of love. And so a lot of what we're working with is finding this, this new balance between fear and its healthy and rightful place um, and love and allowing maybe love to quite literally eclipse um, some of the, the fear that we experience um, and start maybe moving forward in our lives um, on a collective level as well from this, this place of love. Um, and there's some actually really nice supporting energy for that during this eclipse. Um, it will be making a, a harmonious train aspect. Um, so this kind of supportive elemental aspect to um, Mars, which is you know our drive, our desire, nature, our energy, um, which is forming an exact conjunction sitting right with Neptune in Pisces. And so this not only infuses this eclipse with, um, you know, kind of this spiritual intuitive quality, um, but there's also this, this opportunity to um, kind of heal and, and resolve some, some anger maybe we've been holding on to from that Mars energy um, and, and find greater forgiveness again for ourselves and for others. Um, there's this nice balance of passion, um, which is kind of that Mars energy and compassion, which is kind of Pisces and Neptune, finding a balance there. Um, and so we, we have this ability again to transcend um, maybe some of our, our kind of primal instincts, some of our, our, our anger, uh, maybe some of our warring qualities even um, with, with Mars and Neptune together and move toward, um, you know, an, an energetic flow that's again, a bit more um, loving, compassionate, forgiving in nature um, with that aspect. So, um, so yeah, there's, oh my gosh, there's so much powerful stuff happening during this eclipse. Um, we have Venus and Chiron together, which again could bring up some relationship wounds um, and, and some old triggers um, around love, around worthiness, around our value, maybe even around, you know, money and finances and, and that kind of stability because Venus has that association too. Um, definitely maybe some wounds around our ability to be independent or be ourselves within relationships with those planets in Aries. Um, but, but definitely just kind of a lot coming up, I'd say around relationships for most of us. Um, and, you know, we have Mercury retrograde. So there's, you know, we talk about those fear-based narratives and kind of maybe seeing if, if the love-based narratives can eclipse the, eclipse the fear-based ones. Um, Mercury retrograde is really going to be, again, um, dipping into the past, maybe even the ancient past. Maybe there's something to be learned there. Um, maybe past lives, again, 
again, um, eclipses can bring up some, some really powerful dreams, really powerful memories, especially as Sharon mentioned with Scorpio being this deeply, you know, mystical um, sign. Um, and so just kind of noticing, you know, what's, what are these fears? What are these memories that are coming up? Um, uh, before this podcast, we were even talking about phobias, you know, and, and some of those can be linked to experiences that our soul has held on to. Um, and so with Mercury retrograde, with Pluto, the ruling planet of the eclipse retrograde, with this Neptunian energy, with this Scorpio energy, there's so much potential to go really deep and really far back um, and do some really profound and powerful healing and releasing work, reclaiming our power, um, moving back into that heart space and so on so lots of lots of really big stuff happening yeah that's so true and I really love that like this is really a healing uh, like lunation and eclipse and that we're not only working with things that are conscious and in this present life form it's like goes back so many um, it can go back in the ancestral lineage it can go back in other lifetimes so it's really powerful to work with this and I think that definitely um, heal, a healing practice in the ceremony is great for this that um, and you're going to also in the in our ceremony and gathering talk even deeper about the astrology and the meaning and so that people can also understand it more personally on a personal level because it does affect us differently it couldn't yeah. affect us all exactly in the same way because we have different uh, birth charts we have different ex life experiences um, but I really loved like the collective group healing that can take place in this uh, at this time so that's so beautiful and are there I know you're going to share in our circle more about it is there any goddess or goddesses that are especially prominent at this time so in general, working with the dark goddesses during eclipses, um, when working with Scorpio energy, when doing any form of shadow work can be really powerful. Um, so Lilith and Kali and um, you know, Eris, and there's, there's quite a few of them that help us kind of cut through illusion, cut through expectation, release and purge kind of the, the old stories, the old hopes, the old dreams, the old pain, the old wounds that kind of keep us from the truth of who we are so we can get back to our real raw, you know, selves back to the, the yearnings of our soul. Um, the dark goddesses are sometimes seen in, in a negative light because they can also um you know reveal some of our shadow qualities um but usually the goal is through that that revelation um is to help us again kind of release the things that are, are limiting us release these limiting karmic patterns and so on and so um so working with Kind of your dark goddess of, of choice can be really powerful during this time. Um, there are some 
big asteroids that are at play, and we'll get more into the goddesses, um, as Sharon mentioned during the ceremony. Um, but Eros is, is that um, asteroid that's kind of hanging out with us throughout this eclipse season. Um, Eros is, um, as I mentioned in the previous podcast, um, is associated with love and, and kind of erotic love and this um, strong desire to, to merge or come together with another individual, but also this um, expression of, of passion, the spark of, of desire that, that's kind of created within us when we're um, you know, beginning a new project or um, starting down a, a new path or, or doing something that really comes from a place of, of joy and of, um, of soul, like something that, that is born in our soul and then kind of made manifest through us. This, this spark, this passion that comes can be linked to Eros. Um, the moon is going to be conjunct asteroid karma and the sun is going to be conjunct asteroid Eros. And so when we think about the moon sitting with karma, um, we've got some karmic clearing to do, some karmic work, um, you know, with Saturn also in the picture, some of this could look like lifetimes old contracts that we've made with others that we need to put an end to because we don't need to be in those contracts anymore. Maybe contracts we've made with ourselves too that are keeping us limited, keeping us hyper-responsible, keeping us um, guilty because we can never live up to those contracts or because they're just not meant for us anymore. Um, and, you know, with that karma there, there's just this, this really strong emphasis on like what karmic cycles are we really ready to close out and you'll know <laughs> because Scorpio just it, it forces these things into our our, our lives and our experience it's um, usually going to be really heavy and really blatant and really obvious right and um, with with this energy um, but then Eros Eros was this um, you know he has a few different um, kind of stories within Greco-Roman mythology, but one is that he um, was a primeval god, the son of chaos, and, and chaos was basically just nothingness, this just big, um, expansive, empty space, right, this like primordial soup <laughs> where we all, all come from, and Eros was this um, that desire, that passion, that spark to create something from nothingness to create life. And so when we think about, you know, sometimes we stay in karmic cycles, we work with karma because we are afraid of, of leaving the known and entering the unknown, um, entering into this space of, of chaos, of nothingness, of, of, you know, kind of being adrift. Um, and yet, we have Eros there reminding us that as we clear past karmas, as we free ourselves from these karmic cycles and enter into the unknown and move into this space that might feel like chaos because we don't have as much to hold on to. Even if we're holding on to things that aren't really serving us, that can feel more comfortable sometimes than, than letting it all go. Um, but Eros is there to remind us that as we let go, something new is ready to be born. Um, and 
Um, if we can let go, that that potential is ripe and, and ready um, for us to, to begin new things, to start down new paths. Um, and so, so again, we have this really beautiful balance with these two asteroids present, um, just inviting and encouraging us to close out those cycles and giving us that little bit of hope that as we do something really beautiful is is just waiting um waiting to be born waiting to to light this divine inspired inspiriting spark within us so um so yeah, I, I know I, I drift a little bit from the, the um, goddess and kind of divine feminine question. Definitely, you know, explore the dark goddesses, find the one that's calling to you right now. Um, and then as far as asteroids are concerned, there's some more stuff going on during this full moon lunar eclipse that we'll get into during the ceremony. But, but those are two um, big ones to be kind of thinking about as you're working with this, this balance of energies right now. Mm, yeah, thank you for sharing that. And it's so interesting. And we will definitely work with the dark goddess when we meet in the ceremony because that's um, that's what I'm really focused on on my path as well. So it's going to be beautiful to journey with her, like this primordial uh, essence, this this uh, first uh, somehow the first place that we come from it's is like the dark womb so it's not anything scary or anything mm -hmm. it's just so beautiful and embracing and loving so it's going to be really beautiful to do that with you and for everyone who wants to join you have the links in the show notes here you have early bird discount until wednesday the 11th and if you want to connect with us you can find me and and Diana on Instagram and Facebook you have all the links also here in the episode notes and thank you so much Diana for sharing everything I'm really looking forward to our online gathering and ceremony and having the rituals together and meeting everyone from different parts of the world which is always so beautiful so I'm really excited about that we have a week left for the ceremony yeah, thank you so much, Sharon. It's been really wonderful being on. And thank you to everyone who tuned in. Um, I really hope to see some of you at the ceremony. I think, you know, we could have held the ceremony during either eclipse, but this one feels like it's going to be um, a bit more raw. Um, there, there might be a little bit more coming up. There was a lot of exciting energy with the first eclipse, even if we were feeling a little drained, but, but I sense that this one is going to be, um, yeah, just a really powerful time to connect and do some deeply transformative work. So if you've been really feeling like you need to close a chapter and release something from your life but you've been holding on really tight and having a hard time kind of figuring out how to go about closing out a karmic contract um you know releasing a, a fear-based narrative or any story or narrative that's kind of keeping you limited um whatever that may look like if you're at a major life transition i think this eclipse is going to be really a powerful one for you and um i think our ceremony will be a really supportive 
tool and environment and ritual and practice for that process of release, of entering into new beginnings, um, closing old doors so new ones can open. So, so yeah, we really hope to see many of you there and um, thank you all again. Um, see some of you on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much, Diana. And thank you for sharing today again, as usual. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you so much. <laughs>